Hi, welcome to another of my fan question videos. I asked you if you had questions about Tudor fiction or um, series or movies featuring the Tudors and their accuracies or rather inaccuracies. Hi, true or false, Catherine Howard was executed before Lady Rochford. Nowadays on TV, whenever I watch um, a, a, an adaptation of The Execution, Catherine is always second after Lady Rochford, because as an audience, we want the Queen to be the grand finale. But was that true back then? True or false, Catherine was executed first. And if so, why? Why was it ordered the way that it was? Now, the executions of Henry VIII's fifth wife, Queen Catherine Howard, and her lady-in-waiting, Jane Boleyn, Lady Rochford, were featured in the final scene of Season 4, Episode 5 of Showtime's The Tudors series. In that scene, we see the two women being escorted to the scaffold. Catherine is scared but dignified, whereas Jane is rather distracted. She's looking around her and she's still showing signs of her mental instability. Jane is the first to be led to the block, making a simple speech in which she asks forgiveness for her sins from the king, God and everyone present. She is then beheaded. A shocked Catherine watches and wets herself in terror. Catherine then steps forward to address the crowd, shocking them with her scandalous words. I have come here to die. I die a queen, but I would rather die the wife of Culpepper. Before she looks up at the sky, says life is very beautiful and then lays her head on the block, which is soaked in blood from Jane and her head is taken off in one blow. Naomi questioned the order that the women were executed in, wondering if this was done, Jane first, then Catherine, because it was the grand finale of the episode. So the Queen had to be the last one. That was the closing scene. And yes, it was done for dramatic effect. It wasn't actually accurate. In executions where there was more than one victim, the higher ranking victim had the privilege of going first. So back in May 1536, for example, George Boleyn, Lord Rochford, as the highest ranking of the five men executed in the fall of Anne Boleyn, went first and commoner musician Mark Smeaton went last. So what really happened on the 13th of February 1542? Well, Catherine outranked Lady Rochford, so she went first and Jane followed. The scaffold would have been freshly laid with straw and the block clear of blood when Catherine laid her head on it. It was Jane who had to lay her neck on a block wet with her mistress's blood. London merchant Otwell Johnson, who witnessed their executions firsthand, recorded in a letter to his brother that both women made the most godly and Christian's end that ever was heard tell of, I think, since the world's creation. And he makes no mention of Jane showing any signs of madness in her final minutes or Catherine wetting herself. As for their speeches, contrary to myth and some fiction, Jane did not confess to helping bring down the Boleyn siblings, and contrary to the Spanish Chronicle, a contemporary source but a tabloid-style one that was known for its inaccuracies. 
They have the dead Thomas Cromwell somehow interrogating Catherine Howard. And the Tudors series, Catherine did not say her shocking words regarding Culpepper. Sorry. According to Johnson, the women uttered their lively faith in the blood of Christ only and with goodly words and steadfast countenances. They desired all Christian people to take regard unto their worthy and just punishment with death for their offences and against God heinously from their youth upward and in breaking all his commandments and also against the king's royal majesty very dangerously, wherefore they being justly condemned, as they said, by the laws of the realm and parliament to die required the people, I say, to take example at them for amendment of their ungodly lives and gladly to obey the king in all things for whose preservation they did heartily pray and willed all people so to do, commending their souls to God and earnestly calling for mercy upon him. So both Catherine and Jane made dignified and courageous ends. Naomi didn't ask anything further about Catherine's execution, but I just wanted to share a bit of trivia. In that episode, when Catherine is led to her cell in the tower, she is escorted past the heads of Thomas Culpepper and Francis Derham, which were displayed on pikes. Now, although their heads weren't displayed at the tower, they were put on pikes on London Bridge. And they were still said to be there when Catherine was taken to the tower from Sion by river on the 10th of February, 1542. In fact, according to Nysander Nucius, real name Gerard Veltvik, an imperial ambassador, their heads were still there when he visited England from mid-1545 to spring 1546. Ooh. By the way, before heads were mounted on the bridge, the gatekeeper would get the head, parboil it, and then dip it in tar to preserve it a while and to put off carrion birds. If it began to smell, the gatekeeper would simply knock it off the pike into the River Thames below. When German Paul Hentzner visited London in 1598, he told of how there were over 30 heads on spikes on a tower of London Bridge. Lovely. Oh, and if a person was quartered, body parts would be displayed in different parts of the city. Those displays were aimed at putting people off committing treason. Going back to the episode of the Tudors, when Catherine is informed that she's going to be executed the next day, she asks for the block, explaining so that I might know how to place myself. The block is brought to her and a naked Catherine practices laying her head on it. Well, according to Imperial Ambassador Eustace Chapuis, Catherine did indeed ask for the block. Chapuis wrote, In the same evening, she asked to see the block, pretending that she wanted to know how she was to place her head on it. This was granted and the block being brought in, she herself tried and placed her head on it by way of experiment. But he doesn't mention Catherine being naked while she did that. And even though she wouldn't have been in a drafty cell, like in the Tudors, but in the royal apartments, I just can't see her braving it in February temperatures. Can you? 
whatever the inaccuracies of the Tudor series. And it was definitely a fictional retelling of these people's stories. I did find the execution scene very moving. Did you see it? What did you think of it? Well, Naomi, I hope that's answered your question and I've shared a little bit of trivia too. I hope you've enjoyed this video. You can subscribe by clicking around about there. You can hit the bell to be notified as these videos go live and you can give me a like and leave me a comment. I'll see you very soon. Bye-bye.